Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. like to state that uh, if you have been missing the Wednesday service please do well not to miss this Wednesday um, in November and till December we're having seven Wednesdays of um, prayer and prophetic call it prayer and prophetic services okay so please if you had a good time on Wednesday if you were here on Wednesday let me see your hand up awesome good so please don't miss this Wednesday and um, invite someone as well okay glory to God today I want to talk about something I have I've just titled embrace your uniqueness embrace your uniqueness embrace your uniqueness it's a month of supernatural lifestyle and um, that's in the ministry it's a month of supernatural lifestyle and then we're teaching on supernatural living and stuff like that but i sense in my heart um, a particular direction that god would have us um, address um how do i how do i come up with a topic for the sunday service or wednesday service or the flow or the direction of, of any other service at that matter um when i wait on god and i hear what I, I sense in my heart that the Spirit of God wants to communicate in the house and then I wait on him for how the direction flows and then I begin to piece it together and say okay this is the direction I feel that God is is um, directing us towards all right so embrace embrace your uniqueness say out loud say I'm unique say I'm different from everybody else Say it out loud. Say, I am unique and different from everybody else. Now, the thing that makes you and I unique and different and that separates us from every other person in the world and that categorizes us as who we are, most of the time, it's what people see and they term that because I am like this, I don't fit in, I don't belong. So you find everybody trying to be like everybody. You find the guy who is tall, like uh, wisdom, saying that, I'm not saying he's saying that, but I'm just giving an example. Someone who's as tall as him probably thinking that the problem I have is because I'm tall and if I someone who's not too tall saying that the problem I have is because I'm not tall so the tall person is trying to be like everybody else who is not as tall as he is and the person who is not too tall 
is trying to be like everybody else who he thinks is taller. But the thing is what makes us different and what separates us is the thing that makes for our success. The thing that differentiates us from everybody else in the world is the very same thing that makes for our success. I wrote down here that the only way to win easily and advance your course or pursuit is to be so good at what you do that no other industry or expression can offer even a close substitute. The only way you can easily move in the direction you're supposed to go is to be so good at what you do that no other expression can match it. No other expression can offer anything close to that. And that can only happen when you embrace what makes you unique. It can only happen like that. You cannot, the fact that you're not doing something the way everybody else is doing it does not mean that you are falling behind. The fact that the world, the whole world is going in this direction and you are going this way does not actually mean that you are the one missing it. The world could be missing it. Jesus was the only one going in one direction. The whole world was going in another direction. Who was missing it? The world. He was the one getting it. Right. So every dispensation, every season, every time, there is always that moment in your life where you realize that the particular thing that distinguishes you is critical that moment for your success. So you see people trying and laboring so hard to be at par. They are working so hard to make sure that they, how, 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 how do they call it? Um, they conform to blend with society. That's what they say. You have to blend with society. You have to be in the clique. You have to be in that circle. It's good to do that. It's good. There are certain points in your life where you have changed associations and stuff like that and move up higher. But above everything, you need to realize that your personality and who you are, created by God, has a unique assignment. And that unique assignment comes with who you are, the way you talk, the family you grew up in. As bad as we may think it is, the family you grew up in is critical to your success. So what we find a lot of time is people are looking for stories in their background. They are looking for compelling stories. They are looking for pitiable stories. So that when I tell you that I grew up in the backest of the desert and all that, then you can relate. No, I don't need a history of foolishness to communicate wisdom. Wisdom can be communicated from any point. I don't need to tell you that, hey, if you know where I'm coming from. You know, we have, a lot of people have hid themselves in that space to think that 
because I have a humble background, then my tomorrow will be good. It's a lie from the enemy. A lot of people have hid themselves in that space to think that, oh, if you know my story, if you know where I'm coming from, there are a lot of people that are coming from that place and did not go anywhere. It's not the fact that you have a humble background that gives you the authority to have a great future. Like they say, from grass to grace. Some people have been grass and grass and grass and they died grass. No grace. Why? Because they are expecting life to say, Oh, you came from a humble background. Let us bring you up. No. No. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Yes, you are unique. Yes, you are different. But you will not settle with the fact that, Hey, because I came from a humble background, let me tell you my story. Telling you your story is good. But settling with the fact that, Hey, I have a story to tell does not mean that everybody will listen to that story. It doesn't mean like that. So what makes you unique is, is a fundamental part of creation. And it's from the creator. And it is critical to your supernatural lifestyle of a new creation. And since the foundation of the world, uniqueness has been in the heart of God. That's been in the heart of God since the foundation of the world. Since the foundation of the world. Genesis 2.28 The Bible says that God planted a garden. And in that garden, He put the man that He created. When He did that, He had a sense of separation. A sense of uniqueness. He created the whole earth. But then he planted a garden. And then in that garden. He put the man he created in that garden. Why did he do that? God understands the concept of being unique. Being separate. Being different. And he created us like that. So it comes from God. It's not a problem with any human being. It comes from God. Okay. So the first step to defeating anything is what? To embrace your uniqueness. That's the first step. And when God created us, He did not create us to compete with each other. He didn't. What was the thing He said when He created us? He said, have dominion. He said, rule. He said, rule in the air, rule in the sea, rule on land. Have dominion in the air, have dominion in the sea, have dominion on land. Rule completely. So everything about life, every of our expression should be centered around what makes us unique. And what makes us different. That's the advantage we have over everything else. And as new creations and as believers, that should be our lifestyle. We should celebrate what makes us unique. We will not try, we will look at other people, learn from them, see how good they are in the things that they are doing, 
we learn from them we we um we pick one or two things from what they're doing apply it but we are not trying to be like them because in trying to be like them we're defeating the purpose of our creation because god created us towards to rule to have dominion to find expression so we're not trying to be like anybody we are being who he created us to be it's very critical to our success nobody celebrates you for doing what everybody's doing they celebrate you for doing what nobody has done they celebrate you for doing what's unique to you they celebrate you for doing something different who gets paid here for using the restroom they pay you every day for using the restroom read your hand you, they pay you say ah this guy uses the restroom we need to pay him everybody does that everybody does that but what is different what is unique about you is what people pay for they pay for your uniqueness they pay for something different sir the companies you supply they pay for the expertise the, the thing that they oh it's that's even too far some of you went on sunday to eat something and you ate the thing and your life never remained the same you've not seen that have you seen it before uh-huh. unique different and you kept talking about it i'm sure some of you went back to your house and said, i ate something today man i've not seen it before unique different unique different but if you went there how many of you talked about the 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 malt you drank or the water you didn't talk about it but you talked about what was unique what was different so each of us we have it in us but what we do is that we suppress it we don't talk about it the thing that makes us unique we don't talk about it we we we, we put it down we say i don't want people to know about it I'm just stay on my own we, we just suppress it. But that's the thing that makes for our success. So it's critical. It's critical to our success. And as believers, we should realize that that's how God created us. He made us different in the world. So we should not conform. He said, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what the will of God is. So saying that the will of God is for you not to conform and for you to not not to conform to the world you have to be separate you have to be unique so you have to access what the will of God is for you and it says that will is good is perfect is acceptable So he's saying in all essence that who you are and who God has created you to be is perfect It's perfect and that when you embrace it it demonstrates to the world so when you're not conforming the world is coming to ask you who are you how do you live how do you operate how do you function what is up what it is what is it about you that is different why are you thinking the way you are thinking it happened to Jesus the Bible say that you know when the when 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 the um, when Jesus had died the disciples were were 
causing commotion everywhere. And then the Pharisees and all the teachers of the law came together and said, who are these people? Who are these people? said, they are not behaving like us. They are not acting like us. They are different from us. Then somebody rose up and said, don't you know that they have been with Jesus? So it means that Jesus and the expression of Jesus and all that he represents is unique and different. Such that it questions the motives of people, questions behavior, raises up curiosity in the minds of people to know who they are. So they looked at the set of people and said, these people are not normal. They are different breed, a different kind of thinking, a different mindset. The way they act is different. He said they have been with Jesus. So our association with Jesus, it's now the highest level of communication. Anywhere and everywhere. So that begins to find expression in us. Glory to God. Five ways to embrace your uniqueness. Number one, how do I embrace my uniqueness? How do I embrace what's different? How do I embrace my difference? How do I accept it? And how do I find expression in it to the world? One, the voice inside must be greater than the noise outside. The voice inside must be greater than the noise on the outside. If what you are hearing on the outside all the time is such that it demoralizes you, is such that it puts you in a position where you have low self-esteem. It puts you in a position where you cannot see beyond your immediate environment. You need to drown that voice. Because there's a still small voice inside that is telling you all the time who you really are. There's a still small voice inside that is trying to find expression and to bring the you out. So all the noise outside, the things that are shouting, you know the loudest... Uh, uh, the loudest uh, person is not always the one that is heard. Just because you are loud doesn't mean that you're heard. So that the, the situation or the circumstance or the background of the thing is screaming at you and screaming at you and trying, hey, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. You need to find a way to drown, drown all the noise. So you can listen to what is inside. What is it? Because what is inside that will eventually come out. So you drown that noise. You drown the noise. If you play your own game, you realize that no one can do what you can do. That's the truth. If you play your own game, you realize that nobody can actually do what you can do. They may do it, but they may not do it the way you will do it. So there has to be a uniqueness to you. And stay with it. Stay with it. Don't shift from it for anybody. Don't. Because the time will come when that uniqueness will begin to pay off. Initially, it may not look like that. But the time is coming when your uniqueness will begin to pay off. So you stay with it. You focus on what inspires you. And then you do it in your own way. Yes, everybody can play football. Everybody can play basketball. Everybody can do this and do that. But there are certain people, their style of football, you know, is different. Messi and Ronaldo, 
They are in the same space, but they are different. Am I correct? They are different. They are very different. They are very different. There's one 18 year old guy now. I don't know his name. What's his name? One 18 year old guy that scored a hat trick, three goals. I can't remember his name now. Recently. The guy is shining now. In his own space, in his own uniqueness. He's not competing with Messi. He's not competing with Ronaldo. He has carved his own space. But some people feel that, ah, there's nothing in football again. Messi has done everything. Ronaldo has done everything. Look at you. Stand there. Don't carve your own space and display your own. So you cannot say that, oh, there's nothing in anything again. Everybody has done what has been done. No. There is a space for your uniqueness. And if you stay long enough, you will find it. You find it. The opportunity will come and then you'll find it. So they're celebrating the guy now. I just can't remember his name. They're celebrating him now everywhere. So they, he has carved a space for himself. And he will stay there. In that his uniqueness, that's where he'll be. That's where he'll be. So you listen more to the voice inside. The voice that tells you that you can. More than the voice that tells you that you cannot. The more you hear that you can. The more you hear you can. You can. You can. You can. One day you wake up and realize that you are doing it. But if you keep listening to you cannot. You cannot. That's the one on the outside. Giving you 101 reasons why that thing is not possible. You only need one reason why it's possible. You only need one. And when you find that one reason, you stay with it. You stay with it. Each time you remind yourself of that possibility, whatever dream, whatever goal that is ahead of you, each time you remind yourself this reason alone, Jesus didn't have too many reasons. He didn't have too many reasons. He said, for this reason, the Son of Man. Just one reason. He didn't have too many reasons. So you just need one yes. Once you had that yes, you run with it. The second thing, you know the times you're in. Know the season of your life. Know the dispensation that you're in. You know it. There are many things that you are good at and it does not necessarily mean that everyone else must be doing it. There are many things that you are good at. Know your season. Know your time. You know, as kids, growing up, we'll say that my kids do it now and I just leave them. Today, Daddy, I want to be a fireman. Next week, Daddy, I want to be an astronaut. Two weeks later, Daddy, I want to be a teacher. It's okay. When life happens and the season comes, you will know which one you want to do. But now you can just push everywhere. So know the seasons of your life. Know how things are evolving. The fact that the guy says he wants to be an astronaut. Hey, astronaut is good. It's good. Hey, so I'll start pushing him towards astronaut. No. That might just be a wishful thinking. It might not be what is coming inside. It could be that he went to school and his friend said he wants to be an astronaut. That has now influenced him. It's a noise outside. 
But the one that is inside is what should, we should allow come out. That's what's going to find expression. And that's the unique thing. That's what's going to be the difference. People have gone to school and read what their father wanted them to read. Read banking. Or read the biochemistry. And ended up as a teller in the bank. And every day, you're counting people's money. And you're crying. I met people like that before. Sit in the bank. They're going to work with regrets. I met people who are at their 400 level. They say they're not doing it again. What happened? See, I've been reading a course that I was not designed to read. And then they opt out. I have a friend who at 400 level, was it 400? No, 300 level. He just got to class one day. He looked around. You didn't like. He looked around. He looked around. He just walked out. That was the end. Just looked around. Just practiced things. I walked out. Go home. Told his mom, he said, he's not going to school again. His mom called me. Come and see your friend. I said, Mom, leave him. At 300 or going to 400 level, his, his GPA was about uh, that two point something. Or something. He's frustrated. He said, there's no future in what he was doing. And that they were teaching him something that is not useful tomorrow. Guess what he did? He went back home. Some people would just drop out and then drop everywhere. And he began to study. The same computer science, computer engineering that he was being taught in school, he began to study. And he began to study. And he began to study. And then in three, four years, he became a guru in programming. Any kind of programming. Call him. There's a company in Podakot that calls him to do, his, to do some stuff for them. He has never been to Podakot. The company fly three of their staff to Lagos to his house to meet him. To have meeting. And they fly back. Begged him to come to Podakot. He said he's not coming. Uniqueness. When you understand it and know your season, you can step into anything. Step into any space and embrace it. Be good at it. You will devote time. You devote energy. You devote resources. But you know that when you come out, it's your space. Nobody's competing with you. You're not competing with anybody. You are dominating. I remember when he told me, he said, Guy, I won't stop doing website for people. And those websites were doing it about maybe 200 or 300 power website. And he says, he wants to stop. I said, why? He said, too much energy to design a website. And he feels that he's not paying enough. I said, so how much do you want? He said, like 3 million or 4 million for a website. I said, oh really? I said, so he stopped. It's his space. He stopped. Defined his own niche and stay there. Clients called. I want to do a website. Fifty thousand, eighty thousand, hundred thousand. I said, I'm sorry, I'm not doing. For months, it was not doing. Then one day, one called. 
and give them a bill, five million. Negotiated, negotiated, negotiated. Said, okay, we'll do it for three million or so. Okay. And then he did. That's his space. He stayed there. So don't think that because everybody is doing it, you can carve your own. At first it may look difficult, but when you carve your space and be good at it, the people who cannot afford you will look forward to when they can afford you. Because they know your uniqueness. They will look forward to a time because you are different. You've carved a niche. But now, man go do man must shop. We have 50k bring and go do. Then they know you for Bobuero. Everywhere. Everywhere. Say, yeah, that way I go to him, he'll do it. No, I go to him, he'll do it. No. Sometimes you can turn down some jobs, not because but because of the fact that you've carved a space and you want to maintain that space. You want to maintain that space. And you think that there are no, there are all, the, all the jobs have been taken or all the, all, the, all the things to be done have been done. No, you'll be shocked and surprised. The other day I was watching on TV. There's a spot now. Drone flying. Is a spot. Flying drone. The generation that is coming, we don't know. They say, yeah, your son wants to be a lawyer. Hey, you must be a lawyer. You must be a lawyer. You must be a doctor. Just leave them alone. Drone flying can make him all the millions and billions that he wants. Drone flying. Just yesterday, I was, I was, I was uh, watching CNN and uh, we talked to this guy on um, Richard Quest was interviewing him and asking him some questions. He guess his portfolio. I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> Chief Adventure Officer. You're laughing. The guy is in millions. Chief Adventure Officer. Ten years ago, tell your father, I want to be a Chief Adventure Officer. That mouth that I used to say it, that will be the last. You open that mouth. That's his portfolio. Chief Adventure Officer. Richard Quest asked him, please, what do you do as a chief adventure officer? He said, he plans adventure for, for people. And the company he's working with, a multinational, chief adventure officer. Which university would you read chief adventuring? So the world is changing. The dynamics are changing. Putting yourself in a box is terrible. It's terrible. Let your mind be expanded and look at possibilities. There's a uniqueness about you. God knows why you are in this dispensation and not in another dispensation. Why you are in this generation and not another generation. Why you are in this country, Nigeria, and not another country. God knows why. Everything is planned. The very fabric of our life and existence has been mapped out by him for a reason. And the thing that makes us unique is our advantage. It's our advantage. I know of someone who she sings. She's been trying, she's been releasing singles and singles and singles. If I mention the person, you know the person. And her singles are in English. But when this lady picks the mic 
and begins to speak Yoruba and sing in Yoruba. My God, the whole place is on fire. And I said to myself, why are you killing yourself with the English that you cannot speak very well? Why? Just embrace your uniqueness. Sing in Yoruba. We all don't need to know it. It's the anointing that flows when you sing. There are evil songs you sing, you don't know it. Okay. Ekweme. If that person that sang Ekweme, the first day I had that song, I was in tears. On my knees in tears. I don't know the meaning. But it carries such an atmosphere. So why would that person say, ah, it has to be English and I must go to studio. Who told you you must go to studio? I have another person. She's been on my case. She needs money to do studio. She needs money to do this. I was just mad. The other day she sent me a list that it's her birthday. So this and this and this she wants to do. Uh, which one will I pick? I was just crazy. When this lady sings, good heavens, it's as if you ask yourself, who are the angels that are singing here? But she's looking for money to do studio. And she attends a church that they have lighting, camera, everything massive church if i if i tell, tell church you know massive church everything and then she ministers on stage and i said to myself what will cost you nothing zero naira to tell the pastor this service so i want to do it as a worship video what will cost you you're looking for money and i watched the video she did on a single i was like this is rubbish this is below who you really are so sometimes we try to be like other people Oh, it's single that is happening. Everybody is doing cover. It's you do cover. There's a uniqueness about you that that's how God designed you. And that's where your success is. That's where it is. So the earlier we embrace it, the better. We cannot be everybody else. I've made up my mind a long time ago. I will not do what everybody else is doing. And when I find out that that's what everybody is doing, I will be weary of it. I'll leave it find something else. It may take me longer, but it's a uniqueness I want to stay in. Glory to God. The third one is define and redefine why you do what you do. Besides the generally accepted concern, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Everybody knows that lawyers go to court. Lawyers do this and lawyers do that. That's everybody's generality. So, but why am I doing it? So, I need to define and redefine every time why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Number four, make a choice to be different. Ask and keep asking yourself, how can I be better than I am? How can I be better than I am? That's one question I ask myself if you see if God opens your heart to see how I deal with myself I'm very ruthless with myself how can I be better than I am I wake up at night not doing anything I just sit down and begin to think is this how life is just going to be something has to be better than this now I pick my pen and paper and begin to write possibilities what do I see tomorrow happening what do I see from there, I begin to chart the course of how I think my life should be. I don't care what it is now, but the fact that I can take that responsibility for my life and begin to put
push my thoughts in that direction. I'm taking responsibility for my life. So I ask and I ask again, how can I be better than I am now? What should I do differently? From what I'm doing, what I was doing last year, how can I do it differently? How? Everything can be learned and be taught. You can learn to read, speak, write. You can learn many, many things. I learned how to negotiate because I decided that I need to know how to do that. I was in Calabar um, some days ago. We've been pursuing one project. This country, God will help us. Pursuing one project since. And they just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So my colleague was like, okay, you know what? They wanted to collect a certain percentage and all that. And he said, we need to go and negotiate. If possibly we can get that percentage out. I said, why no problem? So we got that. When they finished talking, 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 I just sat down and looked at them. Looked at all the people in the, in the room. I just said to them, I said, you know what? This 1.8 million you guys want to collect every month is not feasible. I began to give them statistics on why they cannot collect that amount every month from us. At the end of the day, they dropped it. They dropped it. Why? Because I've learned certain things. I deliberately teach myself. There's nothing you can't learn in this world. There's nothing you cannot learn. Go on the internet, read books. You will learn everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. Everything. The fifth one, because of time, be value driven. Stay true to what you profess. You don't need to fake it to make it. Be value driven. Have a value. And stay true to it. You don't need to fake it to make it. Every lie that you tell yourself has a lifespan. It will expire. But if you stay true to a value, that's who you are, that's who you are. You know when you tell a lie about yourself, when you meet somebody else, you try to remember the lie you told the other person so that it will match. You said that it will match. But if that's who you are, that's your value, you don't need to remember anything. Anywhere they meet you, anywhere they find you, that's who you are. So you are driven by that value. You're driven by that value. I mentioned before that we don't need a history of foolishness to communicate wisdom. We're all, if you want to uh, define foolishness, We've all been foolish. Sorry, we've all been foolish. Why? You are once a sinner. You are saved by grace. That's enough foolishness. So don't look for any history. You are once a sinner. Now you are saved by grace. End of story. Don't look for any other history. Irrespective of the background, we all fall in that category. If there's anything you want to refer to, so that you can draw strength to push for tomorrow. I was once a sinner, but now I'm saved by grace. 
glory to god there's a world out there that needs jesus they hear differently they speak differently they are open to diverse opinions so you and i represent christ and the grace of god that finds expression through us must reach a dying world a lost world who finding solutions to humanity's problems we're being the light and a beacon of hope to many if we don't embrace your uniqueness you cannot do that you cannot Matthew 5:14 says you are the light of the world a city cannot be hidden when it is located on a hill it says no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket instead everyone who lights a lamp puts it on the lampstand then its light shines on everyone in the house and then he said in the same way let your light so shine not on you but on everyone let your light so shine so be hope and beacon to the world let your light so shine he said in the same way he said nobody lights a lamp and puts it under a basket so you've been lit don't be under a basket stand up tall let your light shine that's what he said let it shine to all men in the same way through you let good happen to other people and let god be glorified the bible says do good to all men especially those who are of the household of faith but do good to all men is the first thing so that everything about you is a good to humanity that's why god put you where you are the space that you are that's why i put you there so that there is a good that all humanity will see so that there is a light that will shine from where you are for all humanity to see stand to your feet so you don't limit that goodness only to the household of faith it says we do good to all men have you been blessed lift your hands to heaven Say I'm unique. I'm different. Say it again. I'm unique. I'm different. I embrace my uniqueness. I embrace who I am in Christ Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Lift your hands and worship him. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.